he did not work many mighty deeds there because of their lack of faith, says the word of the Lord, Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 13. The Lord says in one place, he says, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you would tell this mountain be uprooted and thrown into the sea and it would obey you. You could move mountains. God does miracles for those who have faith. Jesus Christ promises it. And he fulfills his promises. And he's been doing it for 2,000 years, his miracles. That's why we have all the festivals of the church. We read from the book of Leviticus in the first reading of the, the festival of Passover to be kept every year and how it should be kept and when. And the festival of Pentecost which is the origins of our festivals of Holy Week and Good Friday and Easter and Pentecost. We have Pentecost, the 50th day of Easter. You should not tire of telling people about the festivals of the Lord. But you'll notice in the festivals of the old law, there was much blood. We don't have blood in our festivals. Because we have the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. We have the true sacrifice and the true priest who, who washes away our sins. No animal can wash your sins. The animals were types. They were figures prefiguring the coming of the true animal, Jesus Christ. The true Lamb. So now, notice... And you should tell the Jews this. I'm sure you know some Jews. I was talking to the super across the street. I just met him, James. He said his children came to our school. Just met him today. You know, it's interesting. I told you now people are starting to talk to me on the street. They never talked to me. Five years I've been walking every day. Nobody talked to me. Now they're starting to say, good morning, Father. May I please have your blessing, Father? Very interesting. I don't know what's going on. Very interesting. But anyway... He, um, what was I going to say? I was saying about him. I forgot why I started talking about him, but I was talking about the, the, the blood and the sacrifices and why there are no more. Oh, because the super, he told me the owner is a Jew, but he's not an Orthodox Jew. And he said he works at another building where the man, they're, they're Hasidic Jews and they're two different types. But they're Jews. So they follow this Leviticus. They would probably know, at least the Hasidic Jew. The Orthodox Jew, the, the, the pious Jew, would know all these laws. And, and what, what it was required, it said it over and over again. It said, you shall offer, you shall offer an oblation. An oblation was a, was a holocaust. It was a, a, a holocaust is what the word. It was a whole, the whole animal you had to offer, the whole animal to God. Many animals. It says it over and over, every feast, over and over. Offer an animal, offer an animal. Every family had to offer an animal. There was a river of blood flowing down the, the, the hill of Jerusalem, the mountain of Jerusalem, before the Lamb of God came to show that he would come. And when he came, the blood dried up. Because <laughs> he gives us the true blood. He washes us deep all the way down. Notice, and tell the Jews, the temple's gone. The temple's been gone for 2,000 years, and we, and we Christians, we didn't destroy it. The Romans did. 
in the year 70 AD. You know exactly when it was gone. It's gone. And there's no king of the Jews anymore. Because this is the true king of the Jews. It says that's the title of his condemnation. Jesus, Christ, Jesus Nazarenus Rex Judeorum. He, he is the fulfillment of all the ceremonial precepts of the law. The moral law doesn't change because God doesn't change. But the ceremonial precepts were all pointing to God in the flesh who would come, the Messiah, which is Christ in Greek, Messiah in Hebrew. This is he, Jesus Christ. In Matthew, the Gospel, Matthew 13, 54 to 58, we have Jesus Christ showing himself a man like every other man except sin. He was indistinguishable from the men around him. He was a perfect man. And everyone who knew him knew it. They didn't suspect anything. So they said, where, did, where does he come from? <coughs> Where did this man get such wisdom and mighty deeds? Is he not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother named Mary? Don't we know his cousins? It says brothers, but it's a, it's a gen generic term. He had no blood brothers. He had blood cousins because Mary had family and Joseph had family. Are not his sisters all with us? Where did this man get all this? And they took offense at him because they knew he was... They knew him his whole life. They knew he was a man. 30 years they'd lived with him in the same town. They know his family for generations. And that's why they don't accept him as the Messiah in his own town because they knew that he was a man. And so they give testimony to the incarnation unwittingly they knew it because they knew what he, he was a man but they did not know that Saint Joseph was not his natural father Saint Joseph was not the natural father of Christ though they thought Saint Joseph was because Saint Joseph took Mary and the boy according to the instructions of the Archangel Gabriel and and guarded them For the Holy Spirit. St. Joseph was just his foster father. They didn't know that he was conceived. They didn't know that. They didn't know that Joseph was not the father of Jesus. But just his foster father. And that he was conceived. They didn't know that he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. Not by the intervention of Joseph. And born of the ever virgin Mary. And that Mary his mother herself. They didn't even know that she was a virgin. Right? That they thought Joseph was the father. Like a lot of people today. Who, 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 who blaspheme. Blaspheme against the virginity of Mary. But not because of that. They think he, she went on and had further children. They believe that she was a virgin. Anybody who's a Christian believes, has to believe that she conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and not by Joseph. But they didn't know that Mary, his mother, 
herself is the immaculate conception, that she was preserved from the stain of original sin by a special miracle of God to prepare his mother for himself, that she was a perfect woman, the perfect woman, the perfect virgin and the perfect mother of the perfect God, perfect man, Jesus Christ. They did not yet know his full name even. They knew him as Jesus, son of Joseph. Or the scripture always says son of Mary. I don't don't know if it says son of Joseph, but it might. But he's Jesus of Nazareth. His, His surname, they didn't know his surname, his true surname. The name of his paternal origin from heaven, from the Father, the anointed of the Father by the Holy Spirit, which is Christus, the Christ, the anointed one from heaven, the king from heaven, the one who had to come into the world to save the world from its sins. Jesus means the Savior, Christ means the king from heaven. They didn't know that. So they didn't accept them. But Nazareth knows it now. Go to Nazareth today. Some of you have been there. Nazareth today has a large church over the house of Mary and Joseph of Nazareth, the site of the incarnation, where the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us in the virginal womb of Mary in the house of Nazareth on the 25th of March, the year zero. It's, it's ground zero. That's, that's where everything started. Everything was going to there and everything comes from there because he's the Alpha and the Omega. That's why we count our years beginning with his birth. The, the, the king of heaven who was born on the earth. The original structure of the house in which he was conceived, in which he was made flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, that house of Nazareth, you may know, is in Loretto, Italy, the shrine of Our Lady of Loretto. There are bells in the church in Nazareth, the church of the Annunciation, the church of the Incarnation, a beautiful shrine. Many millions of pilgrims go there constantly. And there are many Christians to this day, right there, living right there, in his own hometown, who proclaim with the bells and with that church and with all of humanity to the whole world for 2,000 years since his death and resurrection where Jesus got his wisdom and his miracles. Christians and the Christian heritage proclaims and with all our festivals with Christmas and, and, and Easter and Pentecost and, and every Sunday and every Mass every day. This is the oblation. 
that was prescribed by Moses. This is the true oblation. The only sacrifice that takes that's pleasing to God that takes away the sins of the world. We don't offer animals. We don't need a temple. We need He is the temple of God, Jesus Christ. He is the, the Lamb of God. He is the one true God. This is what we all proclaim to answer the doubts of those men who did not accept him in Nazareth. We proclaim to this day where he got his wisdom, where he gets his wisdom, where the church gets her wisdom from him by the power of the Holy Spirit from heaven. He got them from heaven. We proclaim with our presence at this mass and with our Christian life and piety that Jesus Christ Jesus is Christ. He is the Messiah. And he got his wisdom and his miracles from whence he came, heaven, and to to which he returned, heaven, because he is God, our Savior and our Lord.